Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's doing fantastic today. A lot of great stuff going on. Uh, we've got our uh, little one-hour, 90-minute little workshop with this Frenchie that just came in. We're doing that at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got uh, our uh, fantastic course that's on pre-sale right now for Leash Reactivity. Um, that's going on. I'll get you a link to that. And um, a lot of fantastic stuff, a lot of really great stuff. It was a great month of July, um, recouping from coming back from Greece still and uh, thinking about that every day. Um, we'll be back in 10 months. Um, so anyway, what I wanted to talk about today was a post that I was tagged in. I'm tagged in a lot of posts. I never respond or reply to them. Um, I just stick to my page. But, and I'm not going to put up any screenshots at all. And, and, and I'll just give you a general consensus of who this person is. And I want to talk to this, talk to everybody about, start thinking about the psychology of why folks are actually not getting help. And um, from the dog training world, as well as from the human um, dog owner world, and why we are um, stuck with the problems that we are, are now, and why it's getting worse and worse and worse. So somebody tagged me in a post that Jeff, it's a, you know, typical, you know, at solid canine training, you know, can you help them? And of course, we can help them we can, it's, it's an easy case for us. There is somebody out there um, on Instagram. I don't know who this person is. I'm, you know, it's, I, I don't know who they are, but they are, their, their Instagram, they've got about 300,000 um, members of their Instagram page and they own two German shepherds. So it's like two German Shepherds, something. I don't even remember. I tried to find them again. Um, it was a week ago or so I was tagged, so I can't find them again. So, um, and it's a, uh, a female who is a vet. So she is a female, just, just, so let's pay, I'm going to lay it all out for you. It's a female that is a vet who owns two German Shepherds and the German Shepherds are fighting. That's what we have here. And she puts it all out there as almost like a sob story with captions and video and not showing them fighting, obviously, and how she needs help. And a lot of this stuff that this person puts out, and I don't know this person, it can be the most, the kindest person in the world. I just want to talk more about the philosophy that why dog training and owners are struggling. And it's, it is almost like attention, attention seeking behavior for the human. And it's working because almost every comment is poor you, poor you, poor you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But with 300,000 people, you'd think somebody would be able to help. 
So there's the attention-seeking behavior. So then you have to question yourself when you've got a fan base of 300,000 people and you've got two dogs that are fighting and you're getting so much attention because they're fighting and you need help. Do you really want help? Or are you enjoying the attention too much? I mean, these are well-crafted videos that takes time to put, like, more time is being put into these videos than is most likely in actually working and rehabbing the dogs. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but, but after 20 years, I sort of know humans and I sort of know dogs. Now, a couple of important points to mention. One of the dogs attacks the other dog and the other dog runs away every time. So she actually doesn't have two fighting dogs. She has one asshole dog, which makes this an extremely simple fix. We see dogs like this all the time and we stop this all the time. Now, when you, when you have two dogs that actually fight, that's, that's hard. That's very, very hard. If you're brand new to this show, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I'm, I stream live um, every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. Let me check in on Rumble. Yep, we are live on Rumble. Every once in a while, Rumble gives me a problem. So this person is a vet. So she desexed the dog, at least one of them. So she cut the balls off the dog. Both dogs are male. So she cut the dogs off the ball, the, the, the balls off the dog. Obviously, I've never seen that help with aggression. I've never seen that help in 20 years. The majority, like in the 99 plus percentile of aggression cases that we get, the dogs have been desexed. So that is not helping. That is an old wives' tale. That's an old wives' tale. I meet many, many intact dogs that are not fighting at all. If you go through this person's feed, you will see the dog sleeping in her bed. You will see a lot of lovey-dovey behavior. You will see all just cute training. What you don't see is any leadership guidance or consequences the dog that's going after the older dog which the older dog runs away just turns 16 months old so are any of us surprised when you have no leadership no guidance no structure you're doing cute training which doesn't work in the real world. It only works maybe in your house or a training center. You're sleeping with your dog. 
you're doting on your dogs. Are we surprised that this 16-month-old dog now has decided to go after the other dog? It's sort of predictable. Now, this person is a vet. That's another good reason why you don't take training advice from your vet. Because your vet has no idea how to stop a behavior. And in the narrative, she's like, don't worry, I'm working with the best behaviorists out there. Okay. I can almost guarantee that she won't get any help because there's not a behaviorist out there that I know of that actually can stop aggression, let alone most of them train a dog. Ironically, when someone mentioned you should reach out to solid canine training, and if you go down the responses to that, it's almost humorous how somebody has to bring up the bonking. Don't use them. They bonk dogs. Another reason why owners are going to struggle. So, you have somebody who owns two dogs whose one dog is attacking its other dogs and your life is miserable and you can't even have the dogs in the same room. You just removed the testicles off of one of your dogs and you're worried that part of our rehab process is throwing a cotton towel at a dog? Now, to the person that said that, who I don't know who they are, can you please tell me step by step how to rehab aggression? Can you show me videos of yourself rehabbing aggression? How many dogs have you rehabbed? Because if you think about it logically, the optional surgery of removing a dog's testicles compared to stopping aggression, no matter how you stop it, I think the removing of the dog's testicles is way more barbaric. That does not mean I'm against spay and neuter. I just think it's barbaric. It's an optional surgery that it is not necessary. So, why isn't this vet who is working with a behaviorist that has 300,000 fans and is putting their struggle out there, why are they still struggling? Why is this aggression not stopped? And if you 
do some sort of forensic, right? A forensic investigation into their page, which I will do once in a while. I can read between the lines and it all makes sense. Well, there's no leadership. There's no guidance. There's no rules. There's no structure. There's no consequences. And there's no serious training going on. That's one reason. Another reason is from the human emotional standpoint, you're getting a lot of attention sharing your story. And we see this all the time. Because the attention will stop when the dog stops being aggressive. And people love the attention. It's, this is basic human behavior. They love the attention. And I can see people listening to this video and going, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. That's not true, yada, yada, yada. But when you work with as many people as I do, in fact, you can even do your own experiment. You can even do your own experiment by putting up a sob story or putting up a success story and see what gets you more attention. Do A-B testing. I mean, you can put up a story that says, I just got hired for a new job. And another story that says, I just started my own business. You will get a lot of positive comments and congratulations on your new job. And you'll get a lot of negativity on starting your own business with all the risks. And why would you do that? Because you've got a family. How about your health care? How about your steady paycheck? Most businesses fail, yada, yada, yada. Well, that wasn't very responsible for you to do. We see that as well. So owners, this sounds really crazy to say. You got to ask yourself, do you really want the problem to be fixed? And for anybody, this is not the client for us because they're not, they don't have the right mindset to actually fix the problem. So we wouldn't take on a client like this because they don't have the right mindset to actually stop this behavior because they're too selfish. But not only were these dogs' balls removed, not only can these dogs not be in the same room, not only is this person's life not fun, they might have to rehome a dog or possibly kill a dog. And nothing I would do, which by the way, wouldn't be that awful. I mean, the process of rehabbing a dog like this, what it sounds like, isn't that difficult to do. 
One of the dogs is running away. One of the dogs doesn't even want to be involved in it. You can probably do basic obedience to a higher level. And I wouldn't be surprised if most of the aggression just organically stopped. You can just do some simple leadership skills. So that is why we are struggling. You know, there was there was a, a post that Joelle showed me yesterday. Somebody selling a hundred dollar course, and the course is on why you don't need to use punishment to train your dog, and like how punishment makes your animal's behavior worse and when you see courses like that you're like wow more dogs are going to struggle more families are going to struggle more owners are going to surrender their dogs I would challenge somebody with a financial incentive to show me how they can stop serious behavior without the application of punishment. How can you stop a serious behavior with the application of, without the application of punishment? And I'm not talking, and you can't spend years doing it. And, you, and let's do it with, I don't know, six to 12 dogs, none of them being yours. Just client dogs. Let's just go find some dogs. Let's just go find some dogs from a shelter and do it. And you show me how that would work. See, everyone's really good at talking. And I talk, I've got a podcast, but they're not good at proving. And if you're going to put out a video or you're going to put out a statement that says you don't need to use punishment on your dog, you better be able to back it up with some hard evidence. Not a study that was controlled, like it's a bullshit study, by the way. But it's well documented that the application of a punisher is the most effective way to stop an unwanted behavior. But again, people will read this and people will see this and they will go, oh, I heard this makes it worse. It's like, yep. Well, you're going to keep struggling. You're going to keep struggling. And it's too bad because dogs are being surrendered Um Dogs are being surrendered at an alarming rate. Owners are struggling at an alarming rate. Dogs don't even have the most basics. Um, they don't have even the most basic obedience. Not even the most basic obedience in the real world. Maybe inside of a classroom, but not the real world.
where there's distractions. Very, very few. I mean, we're talking, I would say 90% of the dogs out there can't be obedient in the real world. Where did you get that number from, Jeff? Just observing dogs. I think, I think, I think we all are capable of, 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 of observing dogs, right? And, and you, these are the ones that you see outside. A lot of people don't take their dogs outside because they can't behave outside. They don't even have any training. They can't even take them in the car. Right? I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been around the block many, many times. I specialize in unwanted behaviors. And it's interesting that folks that actually are doing work like I do are the ones that everybody attacks. It's like, here we are fixing the dog's problems, the owner's problems, giving owners better quality of life. And we're the first ones to get attacked. But meanwhile, there's other people out there that are selling a bill of goods that sounds really good, but they don't do fucking shit for owners. And they're lying. And they're lying. And it's sad. It's sad because owners are going to struggle the most. You know, we've got this great leash reactivity course. Right now, it's on pre-sale. Uh, Chaos to control, stop leash, pulling, lunging, and other unwanted behaviors. I'm pre-sale now. It's at 25% off. Actually, it's that ended yesterday, but it's still on pre-sale. It's still on pre-sale for uh, $147. It's going to be going up every week. And eventually, it will probably be a $300 course. It's live. So it's imagine five days of live training. Five days of live training. Unedited. Just click right there. And then click right there. And fill it in. Get the course now. Let's see. Brittany, good morning. Good morning to you, Brittany. Avi, good morning. Hi, Brittany. Brittany says, hi, Avi. Happy Tuesday. Snuggle Buns, good morning, everyone. Avi, hey, Snuggle Buns. Good morning, friends. Good afternoon, everyone. Jojo, she's in the UK. Lost me back with the early crew, Avi, Avi. Maybe all 300,000 people are purely positive and don't have an answer to help her. I mean, most likely. I mean, it's it's a good, it's good eye candy. I mean, they're good-looking dogs. 
she shows the good stuff probably, but doesn't show them fighting. But they can't be in the same room. But all that is so easy to fix. It's just so easy. It's just so easy. Bo says, good morning, Jeff. And why do I say it's so easy? Because there's only one dog that's attacking the other one. The other one flees. So the other one doesn't even want anything to do with it. But it's going to take... Because it's going to take this person to actually put down structure to hold back on a lot of the love and affection for now, put down structure, rules, consequences, training. And they're probably not mentally able to do it. And it's sad because they're a vet. This could be a very nice person. I'm not, I'm not attacking um, this person's character whatsoever. But I'm just saying, if you truly want help, you're not going to find it from a behaviorist. And you're not going to find it from your, your audience. You'll probably find it from the people that comment and make suggestions on trainers that actually specialize in this stuff, who everybody says are abusive and mean. That's how you're going to, that's how you're going to get help. Monica says the owner thrives from those. So sorry for you comments and attention. They don't give a shit about their dogs. They shouldn't own any period. Um, I'm sure she cares about her dogs, Monica, right? I'm sure she cares about her dogs. I'm sure she loves her dogs, but she hates the lifestyle she has right now. And she absolutely thrives on the attention. That's a given. She thrives on the attention. Terry says, none of the people you're speaking of can do that until they stop referring to their dogs as their babies or children. Um, That's part of it. That's part of it. I mean, I've got a couple of clients that actually call their dogs fur babies, but they're pretty, they're, they're pretty badass people, you know, but understood point taken three, two, one in me. Do you really want the problem to be fixed? That is the question. Yep. That's the question. And you would be surprised. You would be so surprised how many people actually do not want the problem to be fixed. Or once we fix the problem, they self-sabotage. They self-sabotage. So you'd be very surprised at the amount of people that are like that. 320 me, that question comes to mind when I catch myself slacking. If do want this fixed, then I got to do it. Yeah. Well, that's good that you're 320 me that you're so introspective on that one. That's good. Avi says, look at what happened to some cities when they eliminated consequences. It's a free-for-all chaos. Both people and dogs need accountability for their actions. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look at San Francisco. 
I mean, I'm sorry. San Francisco is a shithole. It is a total, total shithole. And I feel bad. I've been to San Francisco, you know, not many times, maybe six times. Beautiful city. But right now, it's a shithole. That's the whole leadership structure from the top down that created that. And all these businesses are closing. I mean, doesn't that tell you something? Doesn't that, doesn't that tell you something? When, when, I mean, I've got rental units, right? I've got rental units. Like, if every time somebody checked into one of my rental units and within 24 hours they left and they were supposed to be there for a week and they left a one-star review, you'd think I'd improve them, right? You'd think I'd improve them. Alicia, good morning, everyone. Good morning to you, Chris Craig. Good morning. Hey, Chris, how are you? Long time no here. Donna Lee, I referred my new roommate to your free training course for this nine-month GSD. I truly hope he does it. They came three months ago. The pup was severely underweight with no training. I started feeding and training him, shaking my head, gained 25 pounds in six weeks, all with your methods. Wow. Wow. That's really underweight. Yeah, the Green to Graduate program would be good. Junior graduate program would be good. Skylar says, uh, not dog related, but I'm a but I'm a bottle raising a skunk. Cross it off my bucket list. Oh, you're bottle raising a skunk. Well, you better get it out of your house before it starts spraying. New York's not much better. That's true. Yep. Definitely. Over on Rumble, Terry G says, like the owner of your case study number one who struggled with their dog before finding a great podcast. Yeah, that's that's like this is our that's our norm. That's our norm. We do this all the time. Miss Morph says, Good morning, good morning to you. Donna Lee says, I have two intact female German Shepherd dogs. The younger one started attacking the four-year-old, had the vet checker, fixed the issue in two months with total behavior modification, keeping arousal levels low. We all live happily now. Awesome. So the next step, Donna, believe it or not, is work them above threshold and apply your consequences at a higher level and then teach them even when they are aroused, they can't fight. And if you need some guidance on that, Donna, we do consults. Okay. All right. Got to get Angelo off to camp. This is last week of camp. This week he starts his first day of chess club. He's self-taught, and now he's going to be joining an organized chess club. Um, he'll probably do another podcast this week. I think tonight, uh, Joel and I are going to go see Sound of Freedom. And uh, it's not a QAnon, <laughs> you know, uh, theory thing. I would encourage everybody to see Sound of Freedom. It's real. It's a real problem. Um, so... Skylar says, one of my clients went to puppy class. She asked what to do when the dog uses the bathroom inside. Trainer said to give an uh-oh and go about your day. Huh. So, no suggestion on how to fix it? All right. Alicia says, go, Ange, about the chess. 
this. Donnelly says, thank you. I haven't had a session with you a few years ago with my duchy. Love, 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 love you. Recommend you to everyone. Thank you, Donna. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be, the, you know, the best thing is if we've helped you with a course, with a consult, with a, a free advice, with a podcast, inter, inter, you know, we're right now we're getting um, sort of blackballed on all the social media platforms. So, you know, interact with our, you know, make comments, share our content. You know, we're really pushing this now because we're definitely getting throttled by social media because so many people just report us. Um, so if people can make a comment on our posts, share our posts, take our free classes, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Sound of Freedom. Joelle said she doesn't know if she'll be able to watch it. But I think we're going to go and bring some Kleenex with us. Um, it's real. Child trafficking and human trafficking is real. It is real. And for for Hollywood to pretty much, I mean, Disney bought the rights and then tabled it and they had to buy it back. It is huge. It is real. For anybody to, to deny it is living in a fantasy world. It's huge. So, so I'm going to probably drag Joelle there tonight. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Take care. Grab the Leash Reactivity course. It's going to be quite exciting. Love you all. Take care. Bye-bye.